Welcome to The Wisdom Show, a gathering place for the world's leading experts in the fields of human potential, spirituality, personal development, health, relationships, and more. Join us as we evolve together to the highest expression of our lives. And now, your host, Gene Swan. Hello, everyone, and welcome. If you've been confused about how to naturally relieve some of the health issues you're facing, what natural supplements to take, and how to increase your longevity, you've come to the right place. What are some of the biggest health challenges facing most people today? What can we do to live a longer, healthier life? We're going to find out with our very special guest, Dr. Robert Marshall, one of the foremost experts in the fields of health, nutrition, and natural supplementation. Many of you know Dr. Bob Marshall through his Healthline radio show, which has been broadcast on stations around the United States since 1986. Dr. Marshall is a PhD, a practice, a practicing certified clinical nutritionist since 1974, past president of the International and American Association of Clinical Nutritionists, and he's here today to share his incredible knowledge and health solutions with us. So Dr. Marshall, thanks so much for being with us today. Well, thank you for inviting me, Gene. It's always a pleasure to talk about to talk about my world, and thank you for coming into my world. Yes. Well, I have been familiar with you for many years. I've heard your radio show. I've always been amazed by the depth of your knowledge, the solutions you give people for every issue under the sun. And I know that, <laughs> <laughs> yes, anyone who's heard you knows knows what I mean. Um, it's, it's quite an experience to hear your show and to listen to your depth of knowledge. One of the biggest health issues today, I know, is digestion. And there's a lot of data suggesting that many health concerns start in the gut. It seems to be the missing link in health for most people. What have you found in your 35 years of practice? Well, I, I would say that you're right on. Uh, you know, the naturopaths of the 19 of the 1800s felt that uh, death begins in the colon, but I don't think they understood that the practice of cooking food was a perversion of the fuel for the body. The the uh, the engineering was for raw food, yet we cook the food. When we do that, we lose the enzymes that would digest the food on its own. Wow, now we have to produce hydrochloric acid in the stomach, pepsin, and then when the food leaves there, if everything's okay, the body will be signaled to release amylase, protease, lipase, and bile. Wow, what a workout to digest food that if it weren't cooked would require no effort at all. Now, what's the price for this? Well, um, it's pretty scary. Uh, there's a study in Medical Hypothesis 1998, and it showed that the simple act of eating cooked food causes every human being on the planet to lose about 1,800 methyl groups per day per cell. And if you were to eat raw food, 1,200. So the act of cooked food without digestive enzyme support means you'll lose a third of your very short, viable, healthy lifespan. And so you'll notice most people who do live to 80 or 90 are pretty feeble, weak. They can't see. They can't smell. They can't hardly walk. They certainly don't have reproductive faculties. And you got to wonder, what's life like? Now, if that's okay with you, then I wouldn't change anything. But if it isn't, I would not allow your body to go through this very scary um, demethylation episode. As you probably know, Gene, the, um, the uh, anti-aging boys have found that aging, one of the prime mechanisms, is demethylation. We also know that when you demethylate, you may express cancer genes, virus genes, all kinds of things that are sitting in your gene deck. Wow. So... That's another reason why as we get older, we get cancer or we get heart disease or we get some weird virus. Uh, we're expressing it by demethylating. Now, as this goes on from starting probably your late 20s, early 30s, right around 50, you really can't digest the food well at all. The studies show there's a steady decline in uh, digestive enzymes, especially hydrochloric acid, with age. So as this gets to a crescendo right around 45 to 55, we now start 
um, suffering with um, more intestinal gas, bloating, um, maybe acid indigestion. And, of course, we're convinced with the acid indigestion we make too much hydrochloric acid. This is one of the great white-collar American crimes. You don't die right away, so nobody goes to jail, but they sell you an antacid. So now the food that hit your stomach, it was rotting, forming forming lactic acid, burns just like hydrochloric acid. They give you an antacid. Okay, that puts it out, but now the food rots from the stomach all the way to the anus. You begin gaining more and more weight at your abdomen. You're weaker. You're more tired. You can't make B vitamins. And every manner of problems occur. And each person, as you know, Gene, is a little different because of your gene deck. So it's a grand experiment in seeing which aspect of your gene deck is going to fail. Wow. This is some sort of special, very scary torture. And if you don't like it, never eat another cooked food meal without taking uh, uh, pancreatic enzymes first. And these, the best source, the best source, of course, would be uh, plant-based enzymes so you don't have any weird uh, chemical tag-alongs. And when we take these at the start of the meal along with some pepsin, now they'll travel to the small intestine, and as long as the end of the meal you add a little hydrochloric acid, now the game changes. The food is very well digested, and if there's adequate potassium, especially live source, at the meal, you may be able to carry some of the um, methyl groups of the HCL, which, by the way, is the ultimate methyl donor, also known as trimethylglycine. Now you can transport or shuttle some of these methyl groups via potassium back to the cell, and instead of losing 1,800 with no effort, you drop down to 1,200 with the digestion, but with the transport, you may drop down to as low as 800. So in other words, this this misery of not being able to digest this cooked food can be converted to a great advantage for anti-aging, lowly digestive enzymes. Wow, huh? <laughs> yes, and I'm curious as far as a raw food diet, do you advocate or say that the goal would be a 100% raw diet? Are you saying that some people might want to still include cooked foods? And what do you do because you stay young and healthy? What What is it that your diet is like? Well, um, the, there's, to answer that, I've got to step back a little bit. Um, since the 1940s, we've been tinkering with food. And the reason we're tinkering with it, I have to go back to the 1800s just for a minute. When the settlers came, they would take a piece of land, farm it till it wouldn't produce anymore, and move to another piece. And most people don't know our history, so of course they're doomed to repeat it again and again. So in other words, we were stripping the minerals and nutrients out of the soil, and we didn't know how to fix it, so we just moved to another piece of soil. What a mess. Now, today, by the 1900s, we observed yields of crop dropping because they didn't know how to maintain or do what we call sustainable farming. So along came some chemist, hopefully not like me, and he figured out that we could get a nice big plant by a fertilizer called NPK. That's nitrogen. Um, phosphorus, and potassium. So he mixed these chemicals together, and the corn went to six foot high. The farmers were elated. However, as the years passed, we realized it was an empty harvest. Didn't have much in the way of minerals. Insects started coming because the plant was so weak and sick. They were there to save us and uh, to... Uh, to destroy that plant so that mammals would need it. Well, that wasn't enough for us. We decided we got to have that plant. So we developed, again, the chemist developed pesticides, organophosphates. We did this by exploiting the fact that an insect consumes 80 times its weight in water in a day. So we knew if we could get the poison in the water, 
that it would kill the insect very effectively. So by doing that, what happened was we began to eat the sick plant. Okay, so that's pretty much the harvest we have today, getting worse and worse and worse. And just to give you the picture, from 1905, America, the strongest civilized nation on the planet, okay, to 2005, 53 plus percent chronically ill, and they stopped reporting. So we have this, this, this nightmare of illness from the empty harvest. So now with that as a background, you're asking me, how do I eat? <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, you... I'm so glad you asked me that. <laughs> well, the first thing I've done is to create a garden, and I eat at least some herbs, some lettuce, some uh, tomatoes and material from that garden every day. And that garden is NPK-free. It's free of pesticides. I've engineered the soil so it's perfect. All of you cannot do that. But there are a couple of tricks you can do to raise the quality of the food beyond anything that you have available to you today. The first thing you want to do is, and see now, now with that as your background, you're going to ask, is raw food going to help us grown like this? Wow. Uh, very slightly. Is cooked food going to help us? It's going to be almost a guarantee for cancer and illness as the years go by. So what we need to do is find some way to, to get this food to a better quality level. And the way to do that, typically, is to eat some fermented raw food. And this is an easy thing to do. Um, you can use uh, unpasteurized vinegar. You can use a number of agents to help you ferment with a warming plate. Or what I use is a Nesco uh, dehydrator, and then I just take a big towel and cover the whole counter area and so that I have a huge fermentation area. And what we see energetically is the food will be about five times better than if you just ate it the way it was. So now I can eat some of this, but I feel with the poor quality, unless we grow some of the food, you need to eat some form of animal protein, whether it's fish or meat, but it's got to be very good quality, and that's a challenge too. Uh, American beef is really, uh, uh, you know, uh, an unknown. You can't tell exactly how they've grown it, so it's a, a real challenge. Uh, however, New Zealand lamb, Colorado buffalo, uh, organic veal, uh, not necessarily organic beef, but organic veal, uh, can uh, be something that you might eat three or four times a week so that um, there is a denser, more complete protein in the diet. Yes, I'm really glad you clarified that because I think a lot of people have confusion and we do need the protein and I'm glad you mentioned that. But as you said, even if we are eating those cooked foods, we still need to to, to supplement with enzymes for our digestion. Exactly. Well, if we choose it, you've got to cook them some. The reason you do is the people have handled them. <laughs> and you're forced, since they've handled them, there'll be salmonella and other organisms, you're forced to kind of sear the outside uh, to kill whatever the handling has been, and um, I'm not eat them as they are. Uh, so my diet would be a combination of some stuff I've grown, um, not much, but I'm working hard, and I'm working hard to develop the techniques and materials so that everybody can do this, and not just me. And fermented fermented foods would give us the probiotics that we need in the gut, which is one of the things that most people are missing, right? Yes, and it also makes the nutrients about five times more biologically available. That's what makes it so much better. Uh, when you're eating the, the NPK-grown food, and even organic is NPK-grown, so when you're eating this food, you have residuals of um, the phosphates, on the fermentation, much of this is lost. What a heartbreak! And um, because that can be that can encourage cancer. So 
the fermenting changes the ecology of that food very dramatically and makes it much easier for any mammal, whether it's a dog, a cat, or a human, to eat it. So doing this for your animals, too, is a, a huge thing. I, I used to show Shetland sheepdogs, and they typically live six or eight years. Mine live 22 to 24 years. Wow, quite a difference. They never saw cooked food or kibble or any of the junk heated stuff. And most of them died because of injuries. Wow. <laughs> they, they got hit by a car or, you know, some, or in a dog fight and got damaged. And of course, I didn't understand interference field scars and traumas and their ability to sedate the energy flow to a key area. So, um, I had a dog ripped, uh, the throat was ripped and the thyroid a couple of years later was a problem. And finally the dog died of the thyroid. And, you know, Nutrition couldn't stop it because of that scar, that trauma that occurred. Okay, so the idea is we want um, some fermented raw food every day, and at least three times a week we want to eat some complete protein uh, from an animal that's hardly cooked. And that will sort of cover the gross deficiency that's, that's found in the... Um, uh, in the vegetables and other uh, fruits that we're currently growing. Uh, I'll just digress for one second. I, I had a patient who was a fruitarian, and he brought his family as a diplomat from Guatemala. And he was very sick after a couple of months, and his family was just coming then. And he came to see me, and I said, well, you know, you really can't be a fruitarian here. It's, everything's grown with NPK. The fruit is picked green. It's gassed. It's in a, a giant locker until they need it. They gas it and bring it to market. I said, "You're going to be, you know, you're going to be very sick." He said, "I'm already sick." I said, "But I, you'll just have to change diet. Let me show you a diet." And he said, "No," and he left. And three months later, his entire family was ill, and he and his entire family returned to Guatemala. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a very dramatic. A testimonial to how bad our commercial, even organic fruit is, and what why you have to really make some extra effort. But even when you do these things, if you're on the road, you're traveling, you visit someone, you're going to have to get cooked food. That's what happens to me. So you've got um, things like Quantum Digest, an agent that has pepsin and plant-based enzymes, not just to digest protein, fat, and carbohydrate, but to digest these things that are in American food that shouldn't be there, like casein, uh, a milk protein that's very difficult to digest, like gluten that has risen in our wheat since the early 1900s. In the early 1900s, American wheat was 28% protein. Now it's 12%. So, of course, you have a gluten problem. <laughs> the, the, the thing is not even, it's a distant relative of real wheat. So, uh, this digestive enzyme has, well, there's another digestive enzyme, quantumzymes, that focuses uh, seriatopeptidases that can digest gluten. So, we can, you know, if there's some in a meal, you don't have to worry, you can fix it. So hopefully that gives you a little idea, um, but I think we need to return to those victory gardens. That's where I think we are, Gene. Yes, and um, that is really great information for people, a combination of some cooked, a lot of raw foods, and the digestive yep. enzymes that you mentioned, which we are going to tell people how they can receive them at a discount today. We'll get to that in a few minutes. First, we want to go over some of the other major health issues. But on the issue of digestion still, do you find that most people don't even realize they have a problem? And that's part of the problem. They live there. They don't realize that they have an issue with it. They're unaware of it and they don't even see it as being connected to their other issues. That's right. It's one of the most astounding things. I mean, I've seen uh, 80 and 90 year old people who can't digest anything, but yet really don't have any symptoms other than gas and weight, abdominal weight gain. And weakness, great, great weakness. So um, for others, they'll get intestinal gas. They'll get bloated. They'll um, uh, they'll have acid indigestion. They'll have a lot of other symptoms that bring them to try to get help. And currently, 
what medicine sees as help is to give you an antacid that will stop the burning. But what a nightmare. Once they do that, the food is guaranteed to rot from the stomach all the way to the anus. Now you disorder your bacterial ecology, and you can't make B vitamins. It's hard to absorb food, and you've just encouraged infection all over the body. And what food, what rotting food is absorbed goes to the liver, and now it's going to interfere with the liver's normal function. Wow. Yes, so the the issue of um, digestion also is that um, a lot of people, they they don't realize the, the effect of wheat, and the majority of the population also has a delayed food allergy to wheat. You mentioned it earlier, yes. but, but a lot of times just eliminating that can eliminate digestion problems, right? Well, you're so right. You know, um, back in the late 50s, early 60s, we began um, hydrogenated oil. And when we started this, trans fats, when we started this, uh, the incidence of psoriasis, you know, a nasty skin rash and sometimes bleeding and fairly unsightly condition, was 8% in America. And uh, within a few years of um, hydrogenated oil, it went to 28%. And so for many people, just stomping out hydrogenated oil uh, can give them beautiful skin again. And you're absolutely right, avoiding wheat for many people, can eliminate a lot of inflammation in the intestine and may also help them uh, with a, a sense of well-being instead of the, what do you call it, a brain fog from this stuff getting in the bloodstream. Uh, I agree. Uh, many people eliminating that have a new lease on life. Yes, I experienced that myself many years ago, which is what led me to begin studying health because um, I, I didn't have enough knowledge to realize that by consuming wheat, I was actually destroying my health, and that well, is true for so many people. See, the scary thing, Gene, though, is that you may avoid it the best you can, but when you're eating out, recipes may include it. You don't even know that, but you could take some quantum zymes, and it'll digest that. So... You know, there is an antidote. <laughs> oh, well, that is great news, and that is going to be available to everyone at a discount today, and we'll be talking about that in a few minutes. Um, Dr. Marshall, another major health issue people face today is adrenal exhaustion, and with, oh, yes. so, with so many people depending on coffee and caffeine for that boost throughout the day, they're really taking a toll on their adrenals. So what do you suggest for energy and adrenal function um, without well, the caffeine? Well, let's... Um Let's talk about why this is so popular now, and maybe 50 years ago it wasn't so popular. And one big change has been in 1940 we began what's called mandatory enrichment. This is where we, um, what actually happened was that uh, when they tried to induct men for World War II, there was a tremendous decline, something like, 86% could be approved then in, in 1940, only 68%. So Congress panicked, dropped the standards for induction, and in less than 30 days passed what's called the Mandatory Enrichment Act. Okay. So what are they doing? When you eat embalmed white flour, they were required by law to add rock forms of iron and a couple of, of coal tar derivative forms of B vitamins junk to all the white flour okay so what did that do well number one we have an 80 percent decline in male sperm motility in the united states since 1940 what else is it correlated with so glad you asked poor adrenal function and this one is a little stretch because it's really poor adrenal and an epidemic of thyroid problems and you may say, how could the white flower link to that? So glad you asked. The way it links is the rock form of iron in many people build in the liver. This triggers a response in the body to have a lower iron in the blood. Oh, well, what happens then? This is a little chemistry, but I, w I promise not to make it worse than this. Okay, the, the blood level of iron drops. Now we can't make tyrosine, all right? 
Tyrosine is made from iron and phenylalanine. Okay, what happens then? What happens is that the, the, you're unable to make thyroxine because you need tyrosine. And you're unable to make tyrosinases, which are essential for the synthesis of adrenaline. Oh, my God. So now what do you do? Now you start taking coffee or some other stimulant, five hours something or other. You know, you're doing, but what's happening is every time you do that, you're damaging the adrenals. And it's very interesting, when I was in grad school and I went to autopsies, um, the police autopsy said, see this guy who's a heavy coffee drinker. And I come over and take a look, and he said, see how the adrenals have no no stairs. In fact, the adrenals look gray and uh, almost ready to fall apart. And in the same day, they'd had a child who was decapitated. And he said, take a look at this kid's adrenals. And you see this pink, beautiful thing with very distinct stair-stepping just above the kidney. He said, now that's what it's supposed to look like. It was almost unbelievable. And they could always tell who was the coffee drinker because they had pretty much destroyed their adrenals. So now what do we do? I'm so glad you asked me this question. The best that I can tell we can do, and we're still investigating this, is, of course, to stop white flour. But number two, to begin using uh, organic apricots. Organic apricots have uh, can't grow without copper. Copper antagonizes the stored iron at the liver. And to give you an idea of how bad this problem is, in 1900, one person in 300,000 had an iron buildup in their liver. Uh, as of 19, as of 2005, we have one person in 300, a 1,000 fold increase. So I know people will argue with the statistics and the logic, but I see person after person with healthier thyroid, better adrenals, better feeling after 10, 12 weeks of eating three to five organic apricots that was soaked 20 minutes or more before they eat them, the dried ones. And so a little simple thing like this can, in the long term, give you back some good thyroid and adrenal function. What an exciting thing. Okay, now, between now and the time you get the comeback, what do you do? (laughs) Well, you get on more B vitamins. B vitamins are one of the absolute key players on the block in terms of energy and in terms of, you know, helping the body to make adrenaline. B6, B2, PABA, and panathenic acid are all used by the adrenals to make adrenaline. And so even with impaired tyrosine, by increasing uh, the Bs, we can get a better effect. Now, we can actually get the tyrosinases, the finished form, from what we call adrenal support. And so for those guys out there that are absolutely addicted to coffee, um, you know, going on maybe six adrenal support and a teaspoon of the bees, uh, they may find after a few weeks that coffee doesn't taste so good anymore. And when that happens, maybe they can ease away from it. So this adrenal thing is really nasty. There's one more thing, Gene, I'd like to just touch on, and that is the importance of salt. Um, when we go away from cooked and processed food, we often throw the baby out with the bathwater. Salt is essential for life. In Africa, uh, if they, they send their strongest braves to come back with a keg of salt, if they don't come back, the entire tribe dies. Salt, essential for life. Most people, somewhere about a teaspoon, but you need air-dried sea salt, not the junk in the supermarket that's free-flowing that's been heated and melted and damaged to 1,100 degrees. So the salt is also a key player so the adrenals can do their job. So the adrenals, number one job is fluid balance. If it fails, you die. Number two job is to give, uh, uh, is to, uh, you have fluid balance, then you have uh, to give energy to function through the day, and then finally it's the ability uh, to deal with crises, to shoot adrenaline into the blood. And 
you'll see some people, they get so bad that when they stand, they're dizzy. That That's a marker that you couldn't shoot adrenaline in the blood to keep the blood in the brain. So these are just little warnings that... Uh, Actually, it's uh, let me let me make sure I got that right. It's it's uh, fluid balance, settle inflammation. The third job is energy through the day. Okay. Yeah. So I know that coffee really is stressful on the adrenals, and ideally, people would go to green tea or herbal tea or some of these other teas with health benefits. What if they switch to black tea, even though that has caffeine? Is that an improvement? Is that healthier for the adrenals? What What do you suggest? <laughs> It's half the caffeine, and you're still going to drink more and get the same amount of caffeine. I don't recommend any of those drinks. I do believe green tea is awesome, um, but it's got fluoride, and fluoride, of course, turns bone to stone. So it's not a it's not a good player on the block uh, unless you can get a form of the green tea that does not have the fluoride and does not have the caffeine. And so what we've done is fed green tea to beneficial probiotics, and it's concentrated the polyphenols, the active ingredients, um, so that a half teaspoon has the equivalent of uh, 20 cups of the polyphenols of green tea and almost nothing in the way of fluoride, 0. 0.0066 milligrams when a single cup would normally give three or four milligrams. So... If you had 20 cups, you'd have somewhere around 60 to 80 milligrams of fluoride. Really bad. No amount of fluoride is safe. And then for the caffeine, you get the less than the equivalent of one cup of green tea for caffeine. So I think green tea PG is the way to go. And that is also included in Dr. Marshall's special offer today. All of these things we're talking about are going to be available to you at a discount. So this is really exciting. And they're extremely... Yeah. High quality. Practical solutions. We have a little saying here, they're not allowed to make it if I won't take it. And I can tell you that I have studied this all my life. This is nutrition that really, really works. All right. And and this, I just want to point out that you had an issue getting very sick from supplements you took many years ago, which is what led you to create your own so that people would not have to go through that. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Way back in 1988, I was a marathon runner, and uh, someone made a product for me that had this contamin- genetically modified tryptophan. And I ended up taking it almost a year and a half before the FDA notified me. And uh, around August 15, 1990, I was uh, uh, spitting up pieces of lung tissue bigger than my pinky. And it went in the lungs. 128 people got it in the lungs. I'm the only survivor. Wow. And make no mistake, it's this nutrition that spared me. And that's why I feel so driven to even do an interview like this, kiddo, because how does anybody else get a hand? I was given a really great break. I want to pass it on. Yes, you have such a passion and a way with passing this on for people. You have for so many years. That's why we wanted you to join us to bring people the best information available out there, the most cutting-edge nutrition information, because you're researching these topics and issues and substances uh, on an ongoing basis, you're always researching for the next. Uh, That's right. It's my entire life. Yes, and and another big issue that, that that people are focused on now, but very confused about, is detoxification because of the <laughs> toxins in our food, the toxins in our environment. There are many detoxification programs out there. I think people are so confused, and I know that you have thoughts on this, and you have solutions for this. So, can you tell us about that? You bet. I think that um, you know. Um, there's three three real serious issues, I think, when it comes to the pollution. Uh, one is what we're doing to our own environment, and this is airborne. Um, and I do feel that there's a very simple solution to that. Uh, the Environmental Protection Agency has um, proposed this as well. Uh, when they came, they studied the uh, lung capacity of children throughout the U.S. in, uh, I think, 64, I can't remember exactly, the 54 or 64 major metros. And, of course, Los Angeles was the worst. 
these children at age 10 had 10% less lung capacity on average than any other city, including Houston and other cities Los Angeles likes to compare itself to when they're measuring one or two pollutants and say, look how much worse Houston is. <laughs> That's really uh, um, something that needs to uh, dead stop because it's, it's scientific nonsense. In any event, they come and they see this, and they, their solution was to get an air purification device and use this in the bedroom while you sleep. And they're saying that most people can stop or clear from the lungs this, these pollutants, okay? So that's a simple solution. But what about all the stuff that's in the water and in the food? There's no simple solution for this until about a year or two ago. There's a guy, Dr. Tim Phillips, uh, and you can look up his studies on a special form of clay. This is a calcium aluminum silicate. To my knowledge, the only um, calcium-based bentonite on earth. And he's spent more than 20 years studying this, in the beginning mostly on animals. And um, in the more recent times now, they have a form of this that's being uh, examined as an investigational agent for cancer. But what he has shown is that uh, this particular clay uh, will absorb up to 98% of all toxins. If you take it along with the food you've just eaten, you take 500 milligrams, that's one cap, uh, I'm sorry, two capsules, um, and you mix that into... Uh, um, uh, maybe eight ounces of water, and drink that while you're eating. Transiting the gut, it'll absorb up to 98% of all toxins. When you go out and look at what he has to say uh, regarding the clay, it's also an antidote to many of the modern garbage things that are in food, such as peanuts and corn and corn tortillas and so many other foods that may contain mycotoxins. And we're realizing now that this is one of the nasty players in terms of long-term illness. It can bioaccumulate in the gut. It's almost impossible to get it out without this clay. And uh, it can block the liver, the gallbladder. It can build up in the intestine. And I think that many of the people we see, the young children who have been living on poor quality corn or corn tortillas and have enlarged stomachs, and they're only 15 or 20, I think may also be very linked to consuming foods that uh, in their poor quality are known to trigger uh, a higher mycotoxic growth and a higher mycotoxic risk. And for the listeners, the super bad guy is peanut butter. The next runner-up is corn tortillas. They add lime, which gets them by testing for mycotoxin, but as soon as you eat it, the lime is separated and the mycotoxin goes nuts. So it's really uh, kept from the public. It's really not clear. Uh, even any nut butter could form these because they've been cooked. And so I'm not a fan of nut butters. Soy is another source of this. Uh, so this is perhaps one of the great modern discoveries uh, for good health and um, probably the finest detoxifier player. I um, use this at just about every meal I eat, and um, I think that uh, you will have a little detox when you first start it, but it's wonderful. You're talking about the Dragon Cleanse LX? That's correct, yes. Thank you very much. It's Dragon Detox Clay. Yeah, Dragon Cleanse LX, yes. This is so exciting because what you've included here for us, uh, maybe we should just go to this now because everything you're talking about and what you use on a daily basis and what you've used with thousands of clients for many years is all included here at a discount. So let's have everyone go to thewisdomshow.com forward slash special dash offers. You're going to see Dr. Bob Marshall's picture. Click on the special offer, and you will see that there are two choices here, the basic digestion kit and the deluxe kit. Now, in the yep. basic, um, Dr. Marshall, th those are the basics for uh, getting enough digestive enzymes and also vitamin D3. Now, we haven't talked about that yet, 
but vitamin D3 um, in recent years has been in the forefront uh, as far as a health issue, I read that since the early 1990s that vitamin D3 levels dropped because that's when the Internet became available and everyone was on their computer <laughs> instead of being outside. I don't know if you've heard that, but w- what are yeah, your... Yeah, I have heard that. So why don't you guys take your little computer outside now? <laughs> right. Go sit outside well, you know, in the sunshine. you know, that's not the only problem. You know, for many, many years I've been a distance runner and I've run in a bathing suit. And when I tested my D3 levels, I was at 31. And what we figured out after much machination was that I'm sweating very heavily. I come home and immediately take a shower. I wash off the sweat oils that contain the D3. So even if you're getting sun, unless you let that sun, unless there's not a lot of sweating or you dry the sweat before you go in, uh, you're not going to really absorb that D, so even I take D3. Right, so uh, this is, um, people need to get this from sunshine, but of course um, not everyone lives in a warm weather area where they can go in the sun every day. So this is really an essential for everyone, and that uh, studies have shown 75% of people are deficient in this, right? Yes, they have, and I actually think it's much worse than 75% because some of them they've not considered deficient uh, are a result of the old test standard. See, right now they're saying 60 to 100 nanograms per milliliter, but when they were saying deficiency, it was 30 to 60. So I think, you know, I would barely not be deficient in the last test. And in the new test, I would be deficient. So I think it's higher than 75%, but it takes the, it takes the powers that be a while to do that kind of study again. And it's very large scale, so it's very costly. So D3, the beauty of this D3, of course, is it's in olive oil. It's been preserved with vitamin E, and you can Take just a couple, uh, we recommend six drops, which will give you 12,000 IU, and that seems to cover anybody under age 40. Over age 40, uh, many people need to support gallbladder, and so what you could do there is add three drops of organic limonene, and now you emulsify the D3, and you can absorb it just as if you had the perfect gallbladder, but for most people, this is all they're, they're going to need. And the basic kit, of course, gives you the hydrochloric acid, the tain hydrochloride. Uh, it gives it to you in a, uh, in a vegetable capsule that's solvent-free, and it gives it to you uh, from a living source, not a chemical. So you're going to notice long-term, this guy works great. If you switch, you may notice it doesn't work as well because it's chemically manufactured, no DNA. We have the activator that's live source, potassium-rich food that you can take with it, usually two to one. You take about twice as much hydrochloric acid as activator. And uh, I don't know, Gene, if you have a chart, but I can forward you a chart that shows age, um, weight, and recommended amounts, okay? Sure, I would love that. That would be so fantastic. So anybody who's ordering can can learn uh, proper use for everybody in their family. Digest, generally speaking, this, of course, is all the pancreatic enzymes, uh, except the seriatopeptidase and peptidase to digest gluten and casein. And those are your hardcore cheese eaters. And see, cheese today... If it doesn't say how long it's been aged, usually it's done overnight. So it's just a gigantic load of lactose. And even the people who have lactase often can't digest it because it's too much lactose. So, of course, Quantum Digest has enough lactose to digest four ounces of cheese. (laughs) So even if you eat in one of these places where they made it overnight, you're going to be okay. And... um, it has support for various other uh, chemicals that you might experience in the food. Now, quantum zymes, that's for you guys who, uh, who you know, may have gluten sensitivity and you've got to eat out. You're not sure what you're going to get. Taking one or two of these should cover you well. Uh, digest and quantum zymes, what I would do with these guys, 
you only need one if you're under, say, 150 pounds and under 50 years of age. And uh, you're going to need two if you're over that. And generally speaking, two really, really works great. Those taken at the start of the meal, the end of the meal is the HCL. But if you're like me and you forget, then you take it all at the end of the meal, you lose about 10%. Not much, but it's it's still wonderful. So there's your basic kit. You've got HCL, betaine hydrochloride. You've got the activator. You've got digest. You've got quantumzymes, and you've got D3 gold, the best vitamin D3. And this guy is solvent-free. Most all of them are loaded with solvent. This guy, I take this guy. He's the best quality I can find on earth. And what does vitamin D3 do for us, for people who aren't familiar? What are a couple of the benefits? Well, number one, it's critical for bone metabolism. And our clinic shows that if you get D3 to ideal levels, you need 50% as much minerals as you would need if you didn't. So there it represents a savings in minerals. And by the way, for the sake of the listener, you can measure your how you're doing with your minerals by uh, getting a roll of pH paper and testing the first morning you're in pH. And you want it to be green, just about nobody eating American food. I would say no one is going to be there. And you can work your way back into there. This guy, the D3, makes it, much easier to get into that ideal green zone. D3 also has been shown uh, at UCLA to be a major player for uh, uh, immunity. In fact, all 200-plus compounds that the body relies on for immunity uh, uh, are promoted by D3. So there's another biggie. The other thing we observed is that some people who have intestinal uh, irritation uh, find D3. By getting the D3 ideal, it's gone. So it's very important to the health of the mucous membranes, whether it's the lungs or the intestine. So it's really a, um, a just a fantastic support for the body. Okay, and that is our basic digestion kit being offered by Dr. Marshall at a discount. And then you can go to the deluxe kit to even get more of these great, fantastic, high-quality supplements. You'll get everything included in the basic digestion kit. And then added to it is Dragon Cleanse, Bone and Joint Support, Max Stress, and Green Tea. So we talked about Dragon Cleanse, the detoxifier, which is amazing as far as taking with your food and and getting rid of the toxins. The bone and joint support, which everyone needs, especially as we age. What about max stress B? Of course, stress is the number one um, issue on everyone's minds these days, and it's obviously been linked to every health issue. What can you tell us about what stress on the body does and then how max stress helps to alleviate it? Well, you know, the deal with stress, of course, uh, way back in the 70s, Dr. Hans Selye wrote a book called Stress Without Distress. So stress is what uh, helps the body to uh, organize and use its faculties. When the stress exceeds your capacity, it destroys your faculties. So the key is to be able to have enough fuel to handle the stress of the day. But also, I think, another key is not to always be upset or excited about things that are just the natural course of the day, like the IRS, or you get a traffic ticket, or um, you break something. You know, as you get 30 or 40, these are normal things. As long as nobody's got a gun or a knife, I don't think you should be excited. (laughs) Right. We don't need to stress the small issues, right? It's right. Don't sweat it. And what I've learned through my life is something, because I almost died three times, and I'm so thick-headed, it took three to learn, but the third time, I got it. Your life's a gift. So if today somebody hits my car, there's no benefit for me to be angry. In fact, what we need to learn to do is whatever happens Say thank you, because you are there. You have a body, you're alive. Thank you. And sometimes things that happen, we filter as bad, may ultimately be very, very good. So 
learn to say thank you. That tends to diffuse your stress. The other thing that I, the saying I use all the time, especially in a tight spot, whatever it is, it is. In other words, I'm not able to change whatever this is. So whatever it is, it is. And when I tell myself that, I go, oh, okay. You know, there's no point in me being hyper because it's not in my hands. Now, how about the rest of the day? Well, B vitamins are one of the key players. And B vitamins, of course, are sold everywhere. But unfortunately, literally everything on earth is coal tar derivative resin. So your body goes, oh, my God, what is this stuff? And it just pees it out as fast as it can. And little teeny bits remain, and they provide some benefit short term. But what the body wanted was the B vitamin from a living source, and it wanted the end chain form. What's that mean? That means the form of the B vitamin that's ready to be used by the cell. The deal is that um, thiamine mononitrite is not ready to be used by the cell. It would be thiamine pyrophosphate or thiamine co-carboxylase. This is forms of B1. So what we've done in Max Stress B is give you all the end chain forms. So you only need a little teeny bit, a milligram, two, and now the body is just in heaven because it's got the form it needs to make the compounds in the body that it needs. It doesn't need horse doses. So Max Stress B, you take it. Most people can tell the difference when they take the first dose. And if you're very sensitive... Start with a quarter teaspoon. After a couple days, go to a half teaspoon. If you feel you need more, go up to a teaspoon. And if you're very large, 250 or so, go ahead and start with a teaspoon and go up to two teaspoons. And what you're going to find, I think, is just a tremendous support for your energy, your sense of well-being. Because, see, these B vitamins are used to detoxify the liver, phase one, phase two detox, to make adrenaline. But also they're critical players, as shown by the German research, in mood and in sense of well-being. So if you do this, you get all those benefits. So this is incredible. People can start with the basic kit or the um, deluxe kit and really have what they need to get their health on a better track. In addition to your other suggestions earlier, as far as incorporating more raw foods, taking enzymes with your meals, and not stressing too much, having gratitude, and uh, look, <laughs> and looking at everything as it's happening for a reason. I'm not going to get upset yeah, about yeah. it. So those are those are so important that we usually learn later in life, life as opposed to earlier. Um, another thing I want to ask you about, Dr. Marshall, is you have a patent for a reduced form of alpha-lipoic acid. Now, that plays a major role in longevity, and that's really exciting. Can you tell us what you've done and, and uh, with the alpha-lipoic acid that, that makes it better for uh, us to be able to use it in a supplement form? Well, um, let's uh, just back up for a second. We've been, since the late 90s, uh, researching production of nutrients by beneficial probiotics. And one of the first things we did was to make Max Stress B, and those in-chain forms have actually been manufactured by probiotics. So the very fancy forms, B6, both water and fat-soluble, uh, the very fancy forms of folic acid, 5-methyl-tetrahydrofolate, to my knowledge, is the only live source compound like that on Earth. And that was one of our first steps. The next thing we did was to investigate whether we could make a fully reduced alpha-lipoic acid. For the uh, sake of the listener, um, uh, in biochemistry, there's two states of nutrients. Oxidized, that would be like burning a leaf, and reduced, that would be like this beautiful green leaf. Okay? So... Uh, when you look at alpha-lipoic acid, which is beneficial, it's oxidized DHLA. And so when it gets into the body, it uses other mechanisms, it steals other nutrients to reduce it. So with DHLA, it's already reduced. Yes, I do hold an international patent uh, in its production, and we have sold it for many years at the moment, 
It's not on the market because FDA's GMP requirements have required us to be able to produce it. The, the probiotic is not a drug, and its variation from batch to batch was uh, too great. So we have been uh, redoing our research and using new technology so that we can produce it in a fairly narrow band of reproducibility. The first one that we made, of course, were the B vitamins. <clears throat> the next thing we made was green tea. We have these all set. We also made fully reduced CoQ10. I believe we're the first to make that, CoQ10H, even though someone else claims that. Um, and uh, we're about to re-release that onto the market. And then the next guy will be DHLA coming back. And we have also succeeded in eliminating the alcohol. We used to have to preserve it in alcohol. We have solved that problem too. So uh, watch for that one because DHLA to me is the ultimate antioxidant in that it can um, it can reduce or uh, neutralize every known free radical that can occur in living tissue. Wow. So it's one of the main players. It also tends to increase ATP. It can promote the production of um, mitochondria. Inside your cell, mitochondria are little energy factories. And until um, very recently, the main way you could increase mitochondria was exercise. Now we know that there are other compounds that can do this. So watch for this coming back very soon. And, of course, the green tea, uh, the guys, they got rid of all the fluoride. And so they're just the most wonderful little things uh, that God put inside our gut, and we can use them all kinds of ways to make things, and that's what we've been doing. So thank you for um, telling people about that. And I would like to mention, if you'd like to hear the radio show, you could look us up at qnlabs.com and join us for the show Monday through Friday or our Saturday one-hour show. It is a fascinating show. You'll get a complete education on health if you can keep up with Dr. Bob Marshall and all of his answers. <laughs> you might want to write some notes down. Dr. Marshall, what final advice would you have for people? You've been really in touch with the thousands of people for so many years on their health issues. If you could leave them with some words to inspire them with their health, what would you say? Uh, I would say that as a country, we do not treasure the body. And we're always worried about our house, our car, how much money we have, what clothes we're wearing. Uh, make a new uh, priority. Don't leave the house till you have the fuel for your whole family, that you got all the key nutrients so that everybody can be really healthy. There are so many things um, that are are challenging your health and vitality. We haven't had time today to talk about your vision, but this is another major area. Your skin, your hair, your nails, all of these things uh, for some people will be more important than others because of the genetics. But you can find out what you need, and starting early, you can have a wonderful, long, healthy life. You don't have to sit there wondering if you're going to lose your spouse or someone you love to cancer or heart disease. You got it covered. So take charge. Don't expect a government or someone else to do this for you. Um, our founding fathers had it right. You got to take care of yourself, your community, your church, your group. This is the group that you should look to. Um, we're making many big mistakes thinking that Big Brother is going to do it. He can't, and uh, you have to. So don't think this is everything is going to be okay. Make everything okay. Thanks for giving me a chance to say that, Jean. Oh, that's that's incredible advice. And I think you really resonate with most people because we realize we do put too much emphasis on the wrong things sometimes. And, and we yep. really need, and, and with our health care issues in this country, we need to empower ourselves and get educated. And that's why listening to your show is so great for people. You don't need to wait until you're rushed to the hospital. You need to take it into your own hands now. Exactly. Actually, rush to the hospital, it's usually too late, as right. you know. Right, exactly. Well, Dr. Barb Marshall, thank you so much for spending all of this time with us, sharing this wisdom. People can really take their health to the next level and beyond with what you shared with us today. 
And everyone interested in the package, which I'm sure you are, the um, deluxe or basic kit, thewisdomshow.com forward slash special offers. Click on the special offer button there next to Dr. Bob Marshall's picture. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Take all this information and bring your health to the, to the next level. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Wisdom Show. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to visit us at thewisdomshow.com for access to archives of previous shows and special discount packages offered by our world-renowned experts. Thanks to internetaudiohub.com for our state-of-the-art broadcast. Forward to joining you next time on The Wisdom Show.